0: as you were hearing this announcement. And the venue is BYOB. So if you want a drink, bring a drink. If you like a Diet Coke, bring a Diet Coke. And we're going to hang out afterwards. We can say hello to everybody. Hope to see you all there. See you there. It is officially outside season. It's important to be wearing sunscreen every day and you want a sunscreen that's not going to make you break out and we cannot recommend apostrophe enough. I've been starting to play grass volleyball outdoors now that it's been getting nice out. I bring it with me. I am almost out of the tube because all of my friends have been using it and loving it. It's great. It's easy. It's so efficient. It's an online platform. You go on. It connects you to an expert dermatology team and can get you customized acne treatment for your unique skin. I get my tretinoin through apostrophe. It's so easy. You can just put it on subscription. So it
1: just immediately comes to you. And they offer prescription treatments for all types of acne, hormonal, facial, even back, chest, and butt acne. And we have a special deal for our audience. You can get your first visit for only $5 at apostrophe.com slash FMH when you use
0: our code FMH. That's a savings of $15, and this code is only available to our listeners. To get started, just go to apostrophe.com slash FMH and click Get Started. Then use our code FMH at sign up, and you'll get your first visit for only $5. Thank you, apostrophe for sponsoring this episode
1: yeah so my first boyfriend shared my dad's name
0: whoa
1: i didn't know that and my dad's name was armando that's a rare name very rare name and yeah big uh, reveal on your first boyfriend's name but oh yeah whatever welcome to another episode of Finding Mr. Hyde, the podcast. I'm Allie, back with my co-host Rourke in person. Woohoo! We are here together in New York. It's such a good day. I'm so excited. Yay! I forgot for a second that we shouldn't look at the camera, that we should look at each other because yeah. we're sitting next to each other. So hi. Hello. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. And we have wine. I don't Yay. know why I looked at the camera when I said that because no one will see that happen. <laughs> <laughs> Almost just found it out. Okay. We're doing fine. We're doing fine. We're great. Um. So before we start, we Because of the timing of your trip to New York, yes, we did updates like two days ago, practically. Yeah, nothing's happened. I have nothing to say. <laughs> nothing has happened. I have nothing to say to you either. Um, yeah, we literally just had like a two-hour dinner and now we're about to record two podcasts. Like we are going to be so sick of each other in, Like like two hours. Yes. So there's no updates. <laughs> so we are going to insert an update section that we record later in this week that you will hear right now. Perfect. And here we are in our update section. Hi, Rourke. Hello, I'm um, having trouble keeping track of like, I was gonna say like, it's us in the future, but maybe not because it's inevitably us in the past based on the fact that we record before we release. (laughs) Yes, I am kind of happy that I didn't have to do the like cheery, like welcome to another episode. I don't want to call it bullshit, but I'm feeling a little bit salty right now. And like cheerily ask how you're doing because I'm not in a good place today then let's have you go first. Tell me about your, tell me about your bad place. I just, I am having a very high anxiety day. And yesterday was like that too.
0: Mm. And I just feel,
1: thank you. I feel very drained. I feel like physically and mentally drained. I am dehydrated despite the fact that I cannot literally drink more water than I have had today. Oh my God. I told, I told you earlier that I like I'm so dehydrated that my lips will not unchap. I will say I think my lips are just chapped all the time. Mine are definitely drink chapped all of the water. time. I have I have gotten myself too addicted to chapstick, but like it's bad. Like I feel parched. Like my eyes are dry. Oh my goodness! Like, what do you think? Do you think it's allergies? I don't know. I think I'm just drained. And I like, get that. I, I mean, I think like, that's why I got a cold. Yeah. And I did – like I played volleyball. I had a volleyball tournament on Saturday. So like I did, I did have like a quote-unquote big weekend even though I didn't do anything yesterday,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but – yesterday being Sunday, but I just feel – so yesterday my anxiety was very high. I didn't do anything, which was probably not the best. I had a lot of work to do and stuff, so I like stayed inside. I literally went outside for mm. the first time today since I got home from my tournament on Saturday. I mean, I will say, just to anchor people in time, so, like, I'm back in California. My trip to – I just – I got home on Sunday night from my trip to New York. I will say the weather, like, turned overnight. Like, Sunday was a different weather system than the rest of my visit. So, I I get why you wanted to stay inside. It's freezing out there. Um, But I just was just extremely just, like, all day yesterday. And so, I thought – and I was really tired. I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to bed at like 9 p.m. I'm going to get a good night's sleep. Sleep is o- always helps my anxiety. Like it, it is one of the things that I like know that when I am run down on sleep, my anxiety is worse. So Yeah. I went to bed oh, so at- relatable. Yeah. Went to bed at 9. It, was, I, it took me a little bit to fall asleep, but I was probably asleep by 10. And I didn't wake up until like 8 So, I slept for like 10 hours. Wow. And yet, I, yeah, it's not unusual for me. I, if I'm really tired, I'll sleep for like 12 hours. Right. Um, I'm like a weird sleeper. But I woke up and I still fucking feel anxious and I had an anxiety dream. I, I'm so sorry. This happened, as I know, I texted you, this happened to me too, where I dreamed that the classmate decided he was going to move to Hawaii and was like, Sorry, got to break up. And I was like so, so sad when up. I woke up. It's so <laughs> fucked yeah, up. So what is so wrong like, with us? So like last night I dreamt that I was on my third date with the rower and at least I think it was the rower. I'm, I'm like looking back on it and the, I'm not sure that it was, but it, yeah. I was on a third date. I know that it was a third date in the dream. And he went to go to the bathroom and he never came back and the server had to tell me that he had seen him going out the back door. And escaping oh my god and then that would be so traumatizing yes that's that's never happened to me A, a few people in the comments of the video that i posted about it said that that actually has happened to them i cannot imagine that breaks my heart i know i've had people stand me up like i've had people like say that they were going to be at a time and place and not be there yes i i have i have been like old school stood up once before Yeah, like not the kind of thing where you like maybe should have confirmed with them and you didn't. The kind of thing where like they legit – yeah had a plan. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because that's happened to me too. Like where I maybe should have confirmed before going, reasons I always confirm day of, whatever. Anyway, in the dream, he left out the back door. Server had to tell me, yo, he's not coming back. Then like fast forward to some sort of group hang situation. I'm not really sure how I got from the date. To a group hang but you were there and so was the new yorker and you guys were consoling me this is wild on so many fronts the only part that's accurate is that i would be there I uh, yeah <laughs> i mean it was it was just and then like and in the dream then i was like extra upset and anxious because then people like knew that it had happened yeah like, I didn't tell you guys. You knew. I don't know how you knew. Maybe the server told you to. That would be so funny. I love, the, I love the idea that we have, like, the server on speed dial. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So anyway, so I woke up, and, I, and this is not the first anxious dream that I've had this week, actually. I also dreamed that my mom died. Oh my God, Allie! Yeah, this is a bad dreamscape you're in. It's been a bad dream week. I woke up at like four thirty in the morning. This was like the middle of last week, and I had dreamed that she died. I almost called her, and then I decided not to because I would just she would have panicked. Um, right. But then this is this is actually the weirdest part of the dream. So she like died. I don't I don't really remember any details, but she died. And then I was telling someone about it, and trigger warning for parent loss. Just as a heads up to people, because of what I'm about to say, mm-hmm. I said to her, I said to somebody, my mom died yesterday, and my dad was already dead. Oh my god! And I'm like, why? Uh. Why would I say that? Yeah. Um. So anyway, my brain has been just doing a number on me this week, and seriously, not, like I, I think I said a test. It's, really over text, it's cool. like working overtime to really bring you down. I know it's really not cool, and so yeah, so. You said that you had a no bones week last week. I'm I'm thus far I'm having a no bones week. Yeah, yeah, sounds like I, it. Yeah. So all that to say, so we made some predictions in the segment that the listeners will hear after this, which is us in the past. Um, yes. And I I totally struck out on the predictions for myself. You crushed it. I was going to say we got one of three. <laughs> You got one. Yeah. I got none. One was that's completely true. you. <laughs> yeah, that's um, true. So congratulations. Thank you. Yes, um, I have passed the bar. Um, I still have to, like, take an oath and get a notarized letter or something. But I, um, I, in short order, will be licensed in California. Hell yeah. Very exciting. woo Yeah, it was really fun. Prediction number one was will i have seen the rower we said yes survey says no i know i'm i'm against it i not <laughs> him i'm against the fact that you haven't seen him it it bumps me out i i agree and i like being honest that's it's one of the main reasons why i'm feeling anxious totally like, just, i get it i i am i'm trying to decide what i am so we People who listen to the Patreon will know this already, but the rower was very sick this past week. Mm-hmm. And so part of me – and he. we've been talking every day. We just haven't seen each other um, except for the last two days. But up until the last two days, we've been talking every day. And mm-hmm. he was extremely sick and we were kind of going back and forth and we we were talking a lot. And – over this past weekend, like I had my volleyball tournament, he was still kind of sick, like but I was hoping that he would be feeling better, but I didn't want to put pressure on him to be feeling well enough to hang out. Yeah, that's a really tricky balance. That's how I felt when the classmate got really sick a few weeks ago, where it completely tanked like a whole weekend and we had tickets to an event on the Monday after and I was like... At some point, I need to like. I, I was like, I need to set a deadline because I need to try to, like recoup my costs on tickets if like we decide not yeah. to go. And so I had to basically. I was like, this is not pressure for you to feel better or like you know whatever. I was like, but by this time, we need to make a call on how well you're feeling. To yeah, like it, and that was like hard for me because it's like I didn't want to like tell him how to feel or like what to do. I know, and and you were doing that within the construct of a relationship. Yes big safety net. Like he's yeah. probably not going to break up with me over that. <laughs> Certainly not. And like so I didn't feel like I wanted to So because here's the here's the rub. He doesn't know this, but I am in very short order unavailable to hang out until almost Christmas. Because yeah. my mom is coming in 2 days on Wednesday. And then on Sunday, she and I are flying back to California and I won't be back until December 20th or December wild. 16th or something like that. And then I'll be here for like a few days and then I'm going home for Christmas. And then I'll be right. back. He knows in theory that I'm going home for a month. Like I'm going home in between Thanksgiving and Christmas. He's He knows that. Mm-hmm. But like I just – Thanksgiving is next week and that's wild. No, I don't – I'm making plans with friends that live in LA for 2022 yeah exactly. That's where so we're like at. i just I just highly doubt because i it my my upcoming schedule for the next month should not be a factor in his mind at this juncture. agreed. And coupled with that, the fact that it is insane that Thanksgiving is so close to now, i just I highly doubt that he has any sort of urgency in mind in terms of how quickly he needs to feel better in order for us to see each other so that we can hang out before I leave right. exactly. And but- then does that? So because you have all the information, are you getting worried about, like, momentum and stuff like that? A little bit, yeah. But, like, I at the same time, I decided not to put that pressure on him because I didn't want to make him feel like he, like, needed to see me even though he's not feeling up to it. Oh, for sure. I just meant internally. Is that factoring into how you've been feeling? Yeah. So I think that that's where – and then coupled with the fact that I haven't talked to him for the last couple of days, when we had been, and I don't know what's, what's up with that, or if there's anything up with that, it yeah, I mean that's that's definitely a factor. And like, I wanted to go on a third date before I went back home. I, you know, wanted to then on that date talk to him about maybe having some video dates while I'm gone, like keep that momentum going. And I'm just feeling unsure now, and I don't really have a plan. Yeah, is has it been? Has it been infrequent or radio silent for the past two days? Radio silent. We haven't talked. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. I haven't texted him either, right? But like one of the things that is weighing on my mind is that I – for our second date, I had sent him a text a couple of days after our first date. We'd been talking saying, hey, the next week is crazy busy for me, but I want to get that second date on the calendar. Are you free on Thursday? And he was, and he was super excited, and he ended up planning the whole date. But, like, I don't want to send essentially that exact same script again. Totally understandable. And I don't think you should have to. Like, I, I think agree. you can if you want to. Yes. But I I think that it, it, you've waited long enough for him. I, I think at this point, unless he's, like, very sick, and in that case, I think he – I try to run things through a lens of or what I'm trying I'm trying to get better at, running things through a lens of, is this something that like I would do? How would I treat somebody that I liked, either as a romantic partner or a friend? And I think like if it was early dating for me, I would say, like, hey, it turns out it's like even worse than I thought. Like, I'm down for the count. Like, da. You know, whatever. Kind of explain that reality. Or yeah, but- I don't think that's the case because he uh, he told me that he was, like, starting to feel like a real person again. Totally agreed. So, so, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I took a – whatever. So, like, either provide more context for, like, what you're going through to explain, like, what the situation is. Or I think that if I was the one who had gotten sick, I essentially, like – and knowing that a weekend had passed, I can conjecture that I'm the one who stymied a potential hang. Right? Like, I was the limiting factor. Most likely. And so I would probably reach out and be like, I'm back in land of the living. Like, let's do something again. And so like, because I would do that, I think it's okay to say I want someone who's also going to do that. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I also like want somebody who can meet me halfway on that communication. And that's not to say that I'll never text him again. If I like, if I don't hear from, I don't know what this number is, but if I don't hear from him by a certain amount of time, I will say something. I I don't know yeah. what that looks like yet, but like when he was sick, we were like joking about, you know, like wish I could help with the snuggles because his he was like snuggling with his dog, and he was like, yeah, like we were like, like it doesn't nothing has happened to change yeah. him wanting I mean, to see me. It's freaking crazy. I don't I get, people do this. I shouldn't gender it, but like I, I just feel like I don't know. I hear so many stories of like people doing this, and it pisses me off. Yeah, try not to read into it for now. But it totally. is it, disappointing. Yeah, that's a good word for it. So it's just like maybe he doesn't like me as much as I like him. That in that could very be very well be true. Fair. Um, but you know, he also might have different like expectations or wants of like cadence of early dating. Like he might move more slowly. He might go on dates less frequently than I am accustomed to. Like I don't know him that well yet. Yeah. Um, so I'm kind of trying to be more patient than I typically am, but it, it it is causing me anxiety. Yeah, I totally understand. So, and I think like, although I obviously always advocate for like talking to your partner about your anxiety and, and wanting to date somebody that you feel like you can talk to about this stuff, it's like I, he's not my partner. Correct. He's a guy that I barely know. Yeah. He's a guy that I've met twice and I've known for two weeks. Exactly. So like he should not be part of my support system at this juncture. Totally agreed. Yes. But unfortunately, he was still able to affect my emotions. Yeah. 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 Well, that's why we have pals and the pod. Yes. (laughs) Processing free form. In any case, that's where I'm at with that. And I mean, I'll take I'll take responsibility for the other half of the failed one, which was would you meet the classmate? And part of that is that we went out so hard on Friday. On Saturday, we were dead. Like on Saturday, I had the intention of like staying out and like wanting to see other people. And then Saturday rolled around and like mid wedding reception, he was like, I cannot go out again. I was like, "Me neither. Well, I did and not so go we, out on Saturday, nor would I have gone out on Saturday. I, I understand, so. <laughs> but I'm saying that like I'll take I, – I can own part of the blame in theory. I appreciate um, that. But, you know, we had – I mean, we had a great – you and I had a great Thursday. We did. Such a high. So I found out that I passed the bar while at the like rehearsal dinner for the wedding. It's absolutely and, nuts that they released that at 9 p.m. on a Friday night. So, I mean, it's technically 6 p.m. because it's California bar – Okay, fine. I still I still think it's wild. Clearly their their reasoning is like they hit go and they fucking pout, bounce from the office. Like they do not want to have to deal with a single person's complaining email. They're like we out, it's the weekend. Bye. So like I get yeah. it, but it's really annoying. Yeah. So at like nine oh I like at like 856 or something i like put my phone on the table and was kind of like touching it periodically and then at like 901 i was like i'm going to excuse myself the the restaurant had sort of um the rest they'd rented out the restaurant and it had sort of like an indoor outdoor setup yeah and um all of sort of, like a lot of like the young people were kind of like outside and so we were outside I was like, excuse me, I'm going to go inside. He was like, can I come with you? And I was like, no, absolutely not. And <laughs> so I so I went by myself and did the process, whatever. You have to like log into this portal. And then it just says pass. It's like really anticlimactic, but yeah. it's fine. And then um, when I came back, I was, if you've seen how, if anybody's seen how I met your mother, I actually, like I did for, I forgot my password to get my results. And so I did have to reset my password in preparation for this. <laughs> but um yeah so that was fun but anyway so I came back out and classmate had flagged the waiter and like gotten a glass of champagne like at my table setting and um like the people around us like knew what was going on and cheered and it was really it was like very very sweet that's fun Um, yeah it was super fun and um so yeah that was just like a nice kind of like glow on the weekend and then we went to several different locations after and sort of bopped around and got home very late, slept late and then spent all Saturday day at museums. So like by the time the wedding rolled around, we both were like a little like oh. shit, we're like tired. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it was a lot. The wedding was lovely. Like they've been legally married for 2 years because of um like immigration paperwork for her husband. Uh-huh. It, it truly was just sort of like the ceremony of like affirming these like feelings in front of their friends and having this party. And they had a family friend officiate who did an awesome job and they did readings instead of vows. Like they both oh. had chosen like a poem that kind of spoke to them about the other. And I thought that was kind of like a cool different thing. Um, yeah. And the bride is, she's so freaking funny. We, I was like talking to her and um, I was like, how, like how was it? Da, da, da. And she was like, the ceremony. She's like, I wanted a quick ceremony, but we were clocking in at like 10 minutes. And I was like, we gotta slow this down. We paid a lot for this floral arrangement. Like, I gotta stand <laughs> in front of this for longer. <laughs> um, but yeah, she and she and her husband were like so chill. They just seemed to be having a great time. And um, it was really fun. I sat with some people who I haven't seen for a while, sent you a selfie of um me and another uh former coworker of ours. Former coworkers. And, yes, and so I got I got some good dirt, but um because she is still there um, Oh, that's right i think i knew that yeah but yeah it was like really nice to catch up with her we danced we actually we got like a second wind and danced a bunch but we were full on asleep by 11 p.m so yeah that's it sounds like a, a tiring weekend all around very and like i had my own sort of like anxious day yesterday of like the come down of like a great trip yeah. and great weekend in sort of like sappy emotional news i so classmate's flight was before mine because he plays he he plays in uh like a soccer league on sunday nights that is like very important to him so he wanted to get back in time for that so he took an earlier flight than i did and like great fine i was like very sad when he left in that like i had had a great trip in new york for 70 48-ish hours before he got there and so it's like it's not like I'm like not fine on my own but like it was sort of this realization of like oh this weekend and like going to this wedding like all of this stuff was made so much more fun by having him here like my experience was so much more elevated and like yeah having him there when I got like my bar result like all of that was just like better because he was there and so then when he left I was like oh now I have to like travel back by myself and like i don't get to like laugh like a bunch and like it was it was just uh, this is just me being sappy so it's fine (laughs) that's sweet though and like makes sense like and that's what we're we always are saying about like our lives are great but like it would be cool if there was somebody there like Mm -hmm. that makes them even better like it's not like we are needing that person to make it good exactly but yeah a good time a good time and now you know Work is hitting us hard in the face mm-hmm. this week. I feel that today. So anyway, now we can bring our listeners to the past back to our – Yeah. IRL back to the recording. future. back <laughs> Yeah. Um, to talk about meeting the family. So I hope they enjoy. Yeah.
0: I am all about embracing my natural hair texture and pros products that are customized hair care have really been helping me with that. There's nothing quite like finding the right products for your hair that not only make your hair look its best, but also make it the easiest to do it. And the easiest to get it there. It's also really cool that they can customize it so much, like based on your
1: zip code, the type of water you have, what goal you have. So like I could put in that I have a frizz control
0: goal, which nothing has really been able to tame my frizz and Pros is really doing a good job of it. Yes, yeah, so there's nothing like getting something that is uniquely for you and also freshly made. It's like all these other products. If you buy over the counter, you don't know how long it's been sitting there, sitting in a warehouse. You get a custom hair care. It's made to order. And Pros is so confident that you'll bring out your best hair and skin that they're offering an exclusive trial offer of 50, percent off your first subscription order at pros.com slash FMH. So you'll get your free consultation and then 50% off at pros.com slash FMH. That's P-R-O-S-E.com slash FMH. So Erica, you know, I love a fancy drink and something that's been really helping me to
1: do that without consuming more alcohol than I want to is recess zero proof craft
0: mocktails. They're 0% alcohol, made with real fruit, sweetened with agave, and honestly taste just like your favorite cocktails, but without the alcohol. I like to have a few things in my fridge that give me a little bit of flavor. And their flavors are amazing. They have the lime, margarita, grapefruit paloma, ginger lime, mule, watermelon, mojito. One of those has to sound good to you. I think they're all great. My
1: personal favorite is the watermelon mojito. That one is so good. I recently had a few people over and pulled them out of my fridge. They had never tried them before. They're now hooked. They've ordered recessed mocktails. We're spreading
0: the word. I'm not a day drinker, but I want to go for the hang. And it's the perfect thing to bring to those scenarios that you're like, I'm here, I'm having fun, I got something in my hand. But if you're not a day drinker like me, then a recess mocktail might be perfect for you. You can get 15% off recess mocktails now
1: at com slash FMH so you can enjoy your favorite cocktails without
0: the consequences. So something that I have started incorporating into my daily routine is our new sponsor, Happy Mammoth, and specifically taking their Hormone Harmony. It is plant-based, it is nature-inspired, and it is herbal. I'm a little conscious, so I want to make sure I know what am I putting in my body. I want to be taking the right type of things. They have got it down at Happy Mammoth. Yeah, they're really dedicated to making
1: women's lives easier. And that means only using science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They really make no compromise when it comes to quality. I have really been appreciating it for when I'm feeling like a little off or down around that time of the month. Because I have an IUD, I don't get a period. So it often surprises me when I'm at that time of the month. And this has really helped level me out in those times.
0: Yeah, it makes it a lot easier to manage PMS, their estrocontrol control specifically. It also is helpful if you're going through menopause or premenopause as well. So for a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use our code FMH at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code FMH for 15% off today.
1: And, and you've heard it. And you've heard it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: hopefully the updates were good I wonder what's gonna happen
1: I know oh my god wow wait that just like gave me a weird tummy feeling wait should we do predictions do you think okay wait do you think that I've gone out with the rower again when we do updates next <gasps> oh that's a really good question um I'm gonna say yes let's manifest a yes it'll be through the weekend right like we it'll will be th- all the way through the weekend I'm gonna manifest a yes I think yes yeah I think so yes okay we'll find out great I'm excited do you think you will have met the classmate Yes. Oh, interesting. Okay. I think so. I hope we can meet up. Great. I hope so. I love it. Um. Oh, wow. These are very exciting predictions. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So we are talking about meeting the family today in honor of Thanksgiving this week. By the time the listeners are listening, it'll be this week. Yes. And we have a, a themed weird or not. Can I ask a general question first? Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Do you think that it is... Would you prefer to meet a family at a holiday or, like, at, like, a dinner – at, like, a lower stakes event? Oh, interesting. Lower stakes event. I I, I sort of set it up by calling it lower stakes. Like, I I do think there's something, like, I have – because I have such a small family, like, I have this – I have this, like, interest in sort of wacky large families. Uh And so I think I've romanticized, like, dysfunctional holidays (laughs) – and so, like, I love the idea of like being an observer at an ins- an insane holiday. And so, I'm like down for that. I kind of am too. I do think I do think meeting them in a in a lower key environment is probably better. Yes, but I also feel like I'm the kind of person that thrives under pressure. Totally. I would be like, I would arrive on Thanksgiving and I'd be like, "What can I do? Let me chop. Let me wash." And they'd be like, "We love her." Yes. I will make a signature dish. Yes. Like I'm in on that. But we're to get to that. Okay. I'm sorry. Weird or not? Yes. So the weird or not this week was the person that you're dating shares a name as your close family member. I think this is so weird. <laughs> I couldn't get over this. My friend is married to a man whose mom has her name. Uh, yeah. Ugh. And so when she first met his pa- – disconnects. When she first met his parents at their like family home in Florida mm-hmm. – all of the towels and stuff were like monogrammed with what would be her future initial. Ah! Yes. Okay. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. So my first boyfriend shared my dad's name. Whoa! I didn't know yeah. that. And my dad's name was Armando. That's a rare name. Very rare name. And yeah. Big uh, reveal on your first boyfriend's name. But, oh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> we were in eighth grade. so I, Oh, okay, okay, that's fine. We also didn't speak during our relationship. Okay, so... <laughs> So we've come a long way from, like, vulnerable open communication. (laughs) We began dating via note. Love. That's actually cute. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, I so my family has very unique names. So, like, Mm -hmm. my dad's name was Armando. If you've been listening or watching my content for a while, my brother's name is Drake. Mm -hmm. Like, these are uncommon names. Yeah. So I feel like I would think it was weird, but it it would be be really unusual for me to yeah. encounter that. Yeah. I mean, my parents have more generic names. I, I just would feel weird about it. Okay. So I think this is going to lean weird. I, just, I know it didn't say family. I just or, I looked I, at it and then I forgot what it was. Okay. Or I know it didn't say I, parents. No, Sorry. it says close family. No. Right. I almost think in a way sibling is worse because then you're like, that's a peer. That's a, yeah. Ooh, um, is sibling worse than than parent? Could you date a Drake? <sighs> I don't know. I I just, it's so unlikely that this will ever come up. Right. I don't, And for me, literally never. But yeah. yeah. Anyway, I think it's weird. So I'm going to say 65 weird, 35 nah. Oh, you are exactly wrong. Oh my God. It's reversed? It's reversed. What do people say? I can't accept this. It's 34 weird, 66 nah. Congratulations. You're so evolved. You deserve a medal. Most people who said nah said they can't control their name. Fucking of course. Of course. It's like, that's like height. Like, come on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, that doesn't mean, weird doesn't mean, and I blame you for it. Yeah, I'm sorry. Like, weird just means, like, I would find that weird, even if it's not your fault. Right. Of course. Yeah. Um. Most of the people who said weird said some variation of, like, can you imagine screaming your dad's name in bed? It, understandable. I get that. Yeah. Like, no is the answer for that. I mean, of course. Hard no. Yeah. However, I'm not... I don't do that. I was about to... <laughs> okay. Like, I don't do that. I was about to say I'm not a name screamer. Yeah, that's not my... That's not... It's not my vibe. vibe. It's not my vibe. Yeah. I almost am never even a namesayer. I was going to say, I don't think I say it. No, I don't. Yeah. So I don't think that would be a common issue. Yeah. Agreed. I have uh, other weirdness with it. But anyway. Yes. So what did the people who said it was weird say? Most of them said something along the lines of like... it was Oh, mostly, okay. It was got mostly it. related to sex or like physical intimacy. My thing is like, I... It's it's not like a during that act this would come up. It's more of like a I have non-sexual feelings about my family members, obviously. And so like the same way I think people talk about like, oh, I knew an asshole blank. I could never name my kid that. Uh, I like I couldn't like transmute those feelings across to a new in a new domain. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah, That's I, think my it, I think it would be weird. I have similar feelings about men who are named Logan and Rory. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I have have swiped right on them. I have matched with them. And I usually use an opener about how they're named after my cat. Yes. Understandable. And I'll be like, are you okay with being Rory number two? Because my cat is Rory number one. And they better get in line. Yeah. Yeah. There was a funny, I posted something about this and a follower of mine, this is a while ago now, but a follower of mine said that her boyfriend's name, like, I forget her boyfriend's name, but it's the same as her cat's name. Mm -hmm. And her family calls him like boyfriend Rory and then cat Rory. And it like makes him so mad because he like, can't just be Rory. (laughs) That's like even better too, because remember human Kirk and cat Kirk? Yes. Wait, I love this.
0: And oh he my was god like, why
1: can't i just be rory like yeah. why does it have to be why do we have to think maybe we're talking about a cat that's really really funny oh damn i forgot about human kirk and cat kirk yeah um so By anyway. anyway kirk, Bye, human kirk. <laughs> so oh, yes so that is that is how the people feel love it okay well i mean i don't i disagree but <laughs> i don't love it at all i, I said i did i, I don't. hate it i you lied already <laughs> i did okay we're eight minutes and 19 seconds in and you've already lied to the people. Yeah. Well, it ends here. It ends now. <laughs> Truth from here on this out. Is where, this is where the wine starts <laughs> The buck stops in. here. this is this the first time we've recorded with alcohol? Yeah, because we were very hungover. We were really hungover the last, the last time, time we were together. We were just right. like in a bleak headspace. Yeah. And now I'm like
0: giddy. That was bleak. You're right.
1: Um, okay. So uh, let's get into our topic talk. Yeah. So we posted to get questions about this. And- it's so interesting to me when we post questions about stuff that, like, people are wondering the same shit. Great. And, and it's great. It's great. But it's like so crazy that, like, all of these people have these same questions that they're not getting answers to. That's a good point. You'd think if a lot of people have the same question, that there would be a resource providing the answer. Yes. And so, you know, we are that resource. Yeah, I there suppose. we go. Um, Okay, so the first, like, major piece of this, which I think makes sense, like, chronologically, is the timing Mm -hmm. surrounding meeting someone's family. Yeah, and you and I talked about this before because, like, we both don't live where our parents live. Mm -hmm. And so it's usually either, like, kind of early or kind of late. Like, and the fact that we say it's early or late means that we, in theory, have a time frame in our minds, Well, that's the question. And so many people asked, is there a right time? I I mean, I think the answer... Yes and no, I guess. Like as with anything, right? Like I think again it comes back to something we talked about with Sean, which is like what has that time looked like? Like yeah. how much time have you spent together? How much like is has it been quality time over x weeks or x months? And like does it kind of like make sense? Does it does it hang together? Yeah, I also think if you're wondering is it too soon? Mm. It might be. That's a good that's a good gut check. Because that and that, but like then, other stuff comes into play though. Because like you said, neither of us live where our parents live, and somebody asked this: like, what if your, what if your family is visiting earlier than you would normally introduce someone, but they're there? That's happened to me several times. Yeah. Um. I mean, I sort of think you like do it in a low stakes way. Yes. Um. For me, like, my parents' stance has always been, like, we just like to be able to imagine your life. You know, like, we love knowing your friends because when you say well, you're with Mary, we know Mary. And, yeah. Like, we can imagine what you guys are doing together and, like, what her personality is like and how much fun you're having, whatever. And so if I'm talking about somebody and sharing that, like, I'm spending time with them, they just kind of want to, like, be able to, you know, they want to be let in in the sense that, like, they want to know what that – what's happening. Yeah. And so to that end, I think it can just be like, oh, like – This person I'm spending time with, whatever. And it's strange to relate this back to The Bachelor, but um, if you remember Juan Pablo's season... I really wish I didn't remember Juan Pablo's season, but go on. So um, something that he has talked about is that, like, meeting the parents... Be, in America is a much bigger step because we live in far less like right. intergenerational households. But there are so many
0: intergenerational
1: households. Yes. That, yeah. That makes so much sense. And that, so for him being South American, like he was very confused why some of the women on his season were imbuing meeting the parents as a step. As, a, as like a thing. Yeah.
0: And he was oh. like, Oh, well like my
1: parents are here in the house. Like when you come for my first date, like they're going to say They're going to be here. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I forgot about that. And so like, I think that, I, that that's not to say to like, Downplay it, but like I think there's a way to just. I think there's a way to couch this. I don't know yeah. what would you like. What would you say? So I mean, I've said it several times. Oh, well, but so go. part of this, I think, is knowing your family that they're going to meet, whether that's your parents, mm-hmm. your siblings, whomever it is. Like, mm-hmm. are they going to import significance onto it in the moment? That's a good question. Because like if you're trying to portray it to your the person that you're dating as like totally not a big deal, super casual, they're just in town and you're and we're all gonna hang out. Are the people that are gonna be with you going to have that same feeling? Like, hi, so right. good to meet you. Right. Like, oh my God, we've heard so much about you. Right. And like future casting yes. onto your relationship. Like, are they gonna have that vibe? You, only you know that. Right. Like, you know, my parents, whenever they've met, they are not like that. Like, they just treated it very similarly to treat, to meeting a friend. Yes. In person afterwards was a little bit different from a debrief perspective. it's yeah. <laughs> as as fair, fair. Totally fair. Totally fair. But, like, to the guy, they were never pressure or, like, you know, making it seem like a bigger deal than it was. Mm-hmm. That happened twice. They met the chef. I think we'd been dating for, like, six weeks. Okay. So like pretty early, but like they were there. Yeah. And then they also met a guy that I've uh, actually, I'm realizing in this moment, I've never once talked about. We'll call him the dentist. Oh yeah. was <laughs> this mom? Okay. <laughs> he, I, I made, he was a dental resident. I've oh, told you about him. Yes. Cause, cause dated, he's the other resident. He's the other yes, resident. He's, he's the okay. other resident that I've dated. Yeah. Um, he is now a dentist. Congratulations. Yes. Um, he is also Canadian so we could have called him the Canadian oh wow um but anyway he met my parents as well I think we'd been dating for like roughly around that time too like maybe two months okay but both times I just said like hey my parents are coming to town do you want to hang out with them like they'd love to meet you yeah it's truly not a big deal like we're just gonna get lunch there you go so okay that was gonna be my question Is there a way to control the environment to make it lower key, make it lunch, make it coffee, make it a walk? like walk? So the chef and I, we walked- like a hike. Yeah. uh, Yeah. But like- Not strenuous. Literally from a walk perspective. Yeah. So the chef, this is when I still lived in Manhattan and the chef lived in Brooklyn. And so my parents and I took the subway into Brooklyn and then walked like with him back over the Manhattan Bridge. Oh, that's lovely. Brooklyn Bridge, whatever. One or two. Yeah. So it was it was like there was an activity, we were just walking and hanging, and then I think we got food at the end. And Great. And then he can peel off. Yes. It was like a 90-minute hang. Like Perfect. very, you know. Time-restrained. Quick and dirty. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then I brought two guys home, the yeah. coach and then the oyster both came home with gotcha. me. Gotcha. Yeah. I, I did like brunch once with an ex's parents, and I think that was like a good, yeah. like a Sunday brunch. Um, okay. So we're far afield again. So No, I thought that was good. That was timing-ish. Yeah, I guess so. Timing Um, setting. So one thing I just thought was funny, but as I'm thinking about it, perhaps it was more of like that Juan Pablo situation that you were talking about. Somebody asked, is there such a thing as too soon? And they then went on to say that multiple people have wanted them to meet family on date one. That to me sounds like they live with They live with that. Yeah, there's no way it's like, this is a dinner with my parents on night one. No, th- that camp. Thing. It has to be like an I'm going to meet you at a place at my home, and they live. Yeah, there, yeah, yeah. Right, it yeah, has to be. Still seems crazy. The last piece on timing. How long is too long? I think so. Highly dependent. So, for example, like, do they have a very bad relationship with their mm-hmm. parents? Are they seeing their parents? Right. And so, like, if they haven't seen their parents for a year, then, like, it's not weird that you haven't. Yeah, very Um, true. Or, like, in my case, if I'm living in New York City and I'm from San Diego, mm -hmm. and if the only time that I'm seeing my parents is Thanksgiving and Christmas, and, like, you're not going to not spend those holidays with your family, yeah, you're not going to come to Thanksgiving with me. We've been dating six months. Right. Exactly. Then I think it makes sense. Yes. But most of the questions if like their parents are visiting if, if yes. there's like a regularness to the seeing each other and you're being excluded I do think there comes a time to say, like especially if it's gone in the other direction so that was my question with a lot of the people that wrote in and said like you know my my partner hasn't introduced me to their family and we've been dating you know eight months nine months like whatever it is obviously there's very little context in the small box my question is like: Have they met your family? Right, and are they are they refusing to introduce you, or they have they just not initiated it? And then could you ask them about it? Yeah, y- you have to. I think at that point, I think so too. Yeah, you know, I would I would personally have to say like, hey, um, or like, it, let's say, there should be I think like a good inciting event, like the parents are coming to town, and you would say like, hey, the last couple times they've come to town, you've wanted to do your own stuff with them. Would it be possible that, like, I could attend a brunch? Yeah. And then gauge their reaction because yeah. I think that can be insightful. Like, because, like, if they stonewall, like, that's probably a bad sign. Uh, like, I, I would take that pretty negatively if it's been quite a while. I very much agree with you. Um, I, I need to pause. Where have we put the wine bottle? It's right here. Oh, Okay. <laughs> You. Uh, would you like to put it on the ironing board right next? Yes. We're balancing the the laptop that we're using on, a, on an ironing board on the top of a hotel oh, room. Wait, wait, we should take a setup picture. We really should. We'll do that after. Uh, okay. So, so timing. Fine. Mm-hmm. It's happening. It's on. How do you feel about that? And so there's a question of like, I mean, I hope you feel excited, right? I hope that's a piece of yeah, the yeah. feelings. But then like, how do you kind of both – manage any potential like self-nervousness or also like placing expectation or hope for how it'll go like there's a this is a mix of feelings it's definitely a mix of feelings I think that my advice for this is very similar to my advice about going on a first date Mm -hmm. in terms of trying to think about it as excitement versus nerves Mm -hmm. and like I'm not going to lie, there is more riding on meeting the family of an established partner than there is on a first date with a stranger. Like, I'm not going to pretend that that's not true. But I do still think that, like, if you really like this person and they really like you, if their family is, you know, hopefully if they're, like, wanting them to be happy, then they're going to be happy for you and your partner who are happy. Yeah. and like. Maybe that won't be the case, but I think make that the case in your head of like this is gonna be great and exciting because mm-hmm. we are so happy together and our families want us to be happy. Yeah, totally. And that actually sort of translates or that segues us well because I think that like there's a a lot of a lot of the conversation that we're having is assuming that like you have this high functioning family. Yes. And there are obviously many stories and complexities with family ranging from slightly problematic to like highly dysfunctional. Yeah. And so there's you know there's one question of like what if you're like a little embarrassed of your own family. So somebody asked what if you're worried about and these are these are their words. What if you're worried about your crazy family and how your partner will see you differently afterwards. Mm-hmm. Like do you warn them? Was a question that we got a few times. So I love the idea of like a rundown. Yes. I don't think it has to be a couched as a warning, just as like, let me tell you about my mom. Let me tell you about Uncle Sally. Or <laughs> that made no sense. I, I mean, <laughs> it actually could. It totally could. It might make sense. Who are we? Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, like, so for example, my friends Anna and Ian, who I've talked about before, Ian actually like met everyone at a Passover dinner. Mm-hmm. And like, it is a wacky crew. And so, like, he now looks back on it, like, very fondly. But yeah. Anna is like, I do not know what I was thinking. <laughs> and so, like, I think you can sort of almost, like, give the family tree a little bit and be like, okay, like, here's what she does. Like, here's what he does. Here's what they do. I mean, it's similar. It's kind of if you're, fun. I think it's super fun. It's similar as if you're bringing somebody as a plus one to a wedding where you're going to, like, run down the friends that they're going to yes. meet. And, like, the dynamic between the bridesmaids. And, like, yeah. that's, that's the exact thing. I would just give them a – a rundown. Yeah. And And then I think, I think it's fair to be vulnerable about like, and then like my relationship with my sibling or my relationship with my mom, like can be a little tricky. And like, it's important to me that you're on my team. Like that can grow as well. Like, I think this is something you've said about meeting friends where it's like, don't team up against someone. Yeah. And so, I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, I can shit talk my parents. Like you can't shit talk. Yeah, exactly. And so it's like, you need to be on my team, but like a neutral team member. It's like a little weird. Yeah. Both of, so I've met, I've met a a lot of boyfriends, parents actually, now that I'm thinking about it, but I've been like two, three different boyfriends homes. Mm. And two of them had really tricky relationships with their moms Mm -hmm. and both of them. I already knew that because Mm -hmm. of, like, all the stories that they had told. But that really helped me going into the situation because I was able to be like, okay, these are his triggers related to his mom. Certain things that she does are going to affect him in these ways, even if they don't affect me, not at all. Yes, exactly. And, like, so PowerPoint had, like, a very tough relationship with his parents, which we'll talk more about later because it was wild. But I tended to – like – there's something about being an outsider that allows you to find, like, one-off craziness, like, to be kind of wacky and charming. charming. yeah. But to them is, like, this is a part of a pattern, and I am so annoyed, you know? And, like, you know, we all have patterns with family, friends that we've known for a long time of things that sort of, like, rub us. And so, like, when the classmate met my mom, there was definitely times where, like, my mom would say something – and I would, like, make, you know, like, the head nod or the, like, sort of, like, feeling. Yeah. And, like, would make eye contact with the classmate. And he was debriefing with me afterwards. And he was, like, there are sometimes that, like, you would look at me because, like, clearly that's something that, like, is a thing between you two. But because it's not a thing that I experience, I was, like, what are you talking when about? What are you looking at me for? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And so, which, frankly, my mom was going to be, like, see? I'm justified. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um that that I think can be super tricky. But yeah, give them a rundown. I think yeah. I think that's great. Okay. So now we're like doing the thing. Yes. And there are oftentimes so many little pieces of like logistics that go into when you're going to meet the family, whether or not you're going to a third party location, like yeah. dinner at a restaurant. People or ask like a lot of questions about this. So many questions about the logistics if you're going to their home. Yeah. The, the question that we got, I would say the most, mm-hmm. was regarding gifts. Okay. Fair enough. And we talked about this a little bit, actually, on a recent episode. Well, we talked about it on a Patreon episode. Oh, it was a Patreon episode? It was. Oh. Somebody – we addressed this about she was invited to a dinner and yes. then subsequently like a home – or something and was wondering if she sh- like had misstepped by not bringing – so, yeah. Yes. But- yeah. Yeah. Plug for the Patreon. Join our Patreon and you can ask us questions and we will answer them. Do you bring a gift – my I, entirely yes? depends on context to me <laughs> well yeah if you're going to a restaurant I think no I think because no. that's weird yeah unless it's like a Christmas dinner or something at a restaurant and the people are bringing sure. gifts. yes but like yeah. if you're going to someone's home I, I think say you yes. do not show up empty handed correct does this change for you then depending on the number of times that you've been to the home I think so. Yes. Um, cause I do think like, it depends how often you're going. Like, yeah. cause like if you live in the same city and like are going often at some point you're going like, like, to fucking fatigue out. Like, yeah, shop. that's ridiculous. That's crazy. Um, but I think like if in theory you're visiting for kind of major events, there's nothing wrong with a bottle of wine each time. How much is that going to set you back? You know, yeah. like that's going to do the cost of a bottle of wine or a bouquet of flowers or whatever, the, like whatever small thing it is, is ab- the social capital gain is worth a lot more than the like financial setback of like the three times a year you go or whatever. Yeah. We actually, it's funny that you said a bottle of wine or a flowers because we actually got a question that said like, what do I get for a boyfriend's family that doesn't drink and doesn't like flowers? Oh my God. I love that. It's hilarious. I mean, for that, like I'm a big fan, like employ. you do not have to go into this blind. Employ your boyfriend. You have an inside. Yeah. (laughs) You have an inside track into what these people like. Yeah. Although I will say that I remember when I was meeting um, ASV's parents Mm -hmm. and I asked him what they liked and he had no fucking clue. Whoa. None. Wild. So I ended up bringing flowers and like nothing else. Cause I was like, it's I fine. don't, it, it, his yeah. mom was, his mom is a gardener. Yeah. He did tell me that. Unrelated to me asking what she liked. I mm-hmm. just knew that based on other stories. Yeah. Um, and so I brought her like flowers and she loved them. But like, he was Hence like, he was like, I don't know. They're parents. I'm like, they're people. So they don't like They have interests. <laughs> yeah. Um, no. And then I'm a big fan of like, after you've been there once, Use that time to observe what they own. Mm-hmm. Like, make a note of, like, if they are a candle family. And what kind of candles they have. Yes, Because we talked about this on the Patreon episode. Candles are very personal. Scents, scents are very personal. Scents are very personal. Some people get a headache. Like, my mom, she will get a headache from, like, literally every scent on the planet. She uses – she, Brilliant. like, has one particular perfume that she uses that doesn't give her a headache, and she does not burn candles. And anytime somebody gives her a candle, she regifts it because she can't... Has to. Can't deal with it. Yeah. So, like, I would say that, though. Your boyfriend is coming. Do not get her something that smells... There you go. And that would be very useful. Yeah. Only get her Chardonnay. Get her a bottle of Chardonnay. That is it. (laughs) Perfect. No, my mom likes flowers. She would like flowers. She does not drink. She would like flowers. She would love flowers. Okay. Oh, I was going to say, though. If if you're going for a major event, Mm -hmm. but you've been there a million times... I think that's an opportunity to find out like what you can contribute to the event. Oh, I love that! And come prepared with it. Yes. So, like, like we were saying about Thanksgiving, maybe it's that like you make great mashed potatoes, mm. and you're like, you know what? I'm going to make the mashed potatoes, even if it's that you're bringing the ingredients to make them. Yeah. You're like contributing to the day. Yeah. Totally. So it's like not quite a gift, but it's like yeah, in that vein. Okay, this is an interesting question, uh-huh. and I'm I, I'm a little interested in like what they mean. Should you have an exit strategy? So (laughs) let's fucking run. I think, I think they mean like a determined end time or like, okay. Which I, I like. I do too. Like, I mean, it depends on like if you're going to stay the night, if you're like planning on spending the weekend there Mm -hmm. then like, no, you don't have an exit strategy. You can't leave. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you can, but like, you know, but I do like the idea of like, okay, knowing when you're going to be leaving. And you know, being in it together, totally. In yes. That sense. Yeah. Yeah. No. Having that plan together, like this is dinner, and then we're going to, or like let's walk the bridge, and then and then we're gonna go our separate ways. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I also think if you are planning on spending an extended period of time with them, like a weekend, or maybe you're going on vacation, mm-hmm. it is okay to want to spend alone time with your partner. Yes. Totally and hopefully that's something their family understands but I think that's where you lean on your partner mm-hmm. to advocate for that. Yeah. And that's something I have to do. Like when my so when my parents come together to LA, they will obviously get a hotel, but like when my mom comes alone for like mother-daughter time, she stays with me. Yeah. And so like something that like I've had to develop is like saying, "Okay, so like my mom likes to eat dinner early." And so if I'm dating somebody, like, we'll go out for a drink after and just spend some, like, catch-up time, whatever. Yeah. Because my mom, like, wants to really maximize her time, which of is, course. like, totally fine. Yeah. But, yeah. And so that is, like, something that, like, I have to do. But then on, like, the flip side, I've actually, like, dated people that, like, tend to have parents that kind of, like, max out socially. Oh. Okay. Where, like, they're, like, I'm done now. Like, take me back. I can't take anymore. <laughs> Socialization. We're done. Yeah. It's been an interesting transition with my mom being single Mm. because when my parents were married or my dad was alive, they came together. Mm -hmm. And so then exactly like you said, like "Uh, your mom just messaged me on Instagram. Oh, love. Well, she reacted hard eyes to our picture. (laughs) Her Um, ears were burning. They were that, yeah, they would stay in a hotel, but like even regardless of where they were staying, like they could do stuff on their own and I could do stuff with my friends or my partner, whomever, whomever. Yeah. And now my mom comes, she stays with me. Yep. And so, but she is like... Hence what you're contending with, with the rower. Yes. Potentially, <laughs> potentially. Potentially, because my mom is coming like a week from today, basically. Yeah. She'll be here and then she's staying through the weekend and then I'm flying home with her to stay for the rest of the year. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to a wedding while she's here. <laughs> She'll be by herself. True. That is the... Yeah. yeah that but she knew that before. before. I mean, the, the, that was just like part of the logistics. But more logistics stuff. Yeah. What do you wear... is a question that's a good one a few people ask i mean obviously like attire is dependent on what you're doing sure of course we're not going to be like cocktail attire yeah. like if you're going to lunch yeah i mean like be yourself obviously like don't because god forbid you end up with this person and then you're stuck in a situation where you're like performing for the rest of your life you know yes um so like be yourself but like Just as you don't necessarily dress the same for a wedding or a night out. like Yeah. Like, we dress differently based on occasion all the time. This is just another occasion where you're considering the parameters of appropriateness. Yeah. I would say, like, for women, no cleavage. Yeah. I would also probably say no midriff. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. I agree with that. I mean, it's different if you're going on, like, vacation where there's, like, bathing suits involved. Yeah. Then it's, like, really tough to get around – cleavage and midriff totally but like if you're going to dinner or their house or something like that like full torso coverage feels appropriate i think i would agree with that yeah um and nothing like like i don't think i would wear like my shortest hemline probably not yeah um but like jeans and a t-shirt depending on the setting totally fine like whatever um i don't think you need to be like sunday best no but i do think like and you know, if if they're for the men in the audience, like yes. being a little a little put together
0: totally nice.
1: Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. like you know those commercials, they're I think they're for detergent where the guy shows oh, up yeah, on he's the date. Yeah. And, and he has yeah. like that really sloppy like neck Yeah, Don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. Never. Um, what about and this is something I, I like how I'm asking you this because this is something I relate to. You. Like, how do you so often like and my friends will do this too. If I'm visiting, they'll say, like, what can I have for you? Yeah. What do you say, like without being a burden about sort of like what needs to happen, whether it's because of like restrictions, preference, like whatever it is, like allergies, like I hope your partner is your ally in that being like, hey, my person has this, like please make sure they have almond milk or, you know, whatever. Yeah. I think that's where you lean on your partner to Mm -hmm. be your advocate, like you said, and like make it and hopefully – and you can talk to them about this. Hopefully they will present it in the right way. That's not yeah. like, "Ugh, can you Rourke. believe
0: this bitch that I'm dating?
1: She's so annoying. She can't eat gluten. Yeah. Will you just will you just have some gluten-free stuff for her?" Like, yeah, so I I've dealt with that actually when I went to the Oysters. His parents were hosting a birthday dinner for him. Mm-hmm. And his mom was cooking this like whole feast. And I was really nervous because he was not the most meticulous. Okay in like communication and he did not have a good relationship with his mom oh I re- yeah yeah I remember that story and yeah. I was so nervous that he was not and i had never met her before so mm-hmm. I didn't have any contact with her like I didn't have any like I was so nervous that he was not going to have appropriately communicated my nut allergy to him, to her yeah and that she was then going to feel bad that she had not prepared because he had not helped her prepare yes and that is exactly what happened Really? Yeah. Oh my God. He didn't tell her. <gasps> not at all? No. Oh no. So, like, it ended up being fine because, like, the main stuff that she was making did not have nuts in it. Mm-hmm. I forget now what she made, but, like, but she was mortified mm-hmm. that she had stuff out on the table that had nuts in it. And, like, I didn't care. Of I course just asked not. and yeah. I didn't eat the stuff that had nuts, but, like, she felt really bad, mm-hmm. but it was entirely his fault. Yeah. That was like their shit. Yeah, very much so. And that was an example of something where like he, he was then annoyed at how upset she was mm-hmm. at, at herself, but then sort of tangentially at him. And I was like, yo, she is fully in the right here to be upset. Yeah, we are now. And also then like, not only that, like then he's just like compounding where it's like, no, let's just like stop. Yeah. And I'm like, no, you fucked up because yeah. you didn't tell her about this. And now she feels like she's hosting somebody that she tried to kill. Yeah. Right. That's what's happening yeah. here. Like that she almost killed her house guest. Yeah. That's where she's at. And it's your fault. <laughs> Facts. I didn't say that. Her, but like that's what happened. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm going to quickly ask you this because I cannot handle it. Um, um, it's interesting. It it's be? So, okay. It's interesting. It's framed this way. Uh-huh. Somebody has asked us, what if you don't feel comfortable staying at your partner's family house? How do you bring up staying in a hotel? Mm. Because I have had friends whose parents will not let partners stay yep. together. Yeah. And so it's interesting that like it's framed in the like, I don't want that. Yeah. Uh, presumably this person's like, being like, we're not going to stay together at the house. We're going to stay together at a hotel. I don't think it's related. I don't think you can win that. But. I don't <laughs> think it's related to... I don't. I don't have enough context, but I'm. This is conjecture. I don't think it's related to feeling uncomfortable with staying in the same room as their partner in, in their partner's parents' house. Agreed. I think it's that they don't want to be there all the time. I agree. Yes, and that I think it's really hard to execute. That yes, completely. Agree. I don't think you can. That's why I was like, Ali. <laughs> I don't think you can. <laughs> You're the professional. Because if your if your partner typically stays with their parents when they go home. And the time that you're coming, they don't. Mm-hmm. It's because of you. Yes. And I think it is going to be really difficult. If they're, I think that's going to be hard. Agree. Their parents will have to be extremely comfortable with boundaries. Yes. For that to go well. Yeah, I agree with that. And like, it takes a level of like emotional maturity that I'm not. I'm not sure. Like you're, you're, you're just like banking on you're, like a really high. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And I think I think that's risky. I do too. It's, you're well within your right to do it, obviously. Sure. But I, I think it's risky. Yeah. Um, okay, so I will say, can I very hilariously, my yeah. mom texted me and she was like, When does she was like, Oh, like you're new like having fun, like yeah. when does the classmate get there? And I said, and she goes, Is he staying with you? And I'm like, What? No, mom, he got a different hotel room. Like what? And she was like, That was a stupid question. Very stupid <laughs> yes, question. It was. it was insane. Anyway. That's, I, that's, it was really funny. funny. I actually, one of the very first fights that I, well, not very first, but like adult fight that I ever got in with my dad mm-hmm. was that he used to tell me when I was in high school, et cetera, that if a guy ever, if I ever brought a guy home, they wouldn't be staying in the same room. Mm. And at the time I was like, okay. I love that you like put your foot down then. Yeah. No, no, no. I was like, okay. Like this, oh, wow, okay. this is way before I didn't bring someone I was waiting for was it to like, be a fight. 26. No, no, no. Wait, wait for the fight. Okay. Sorry. So. I just accepted it as fact. I was sure. like, yeah, okay, fine. Mm-hmm. Like, at this point, it's very far off the radar for me. Mm-hmm. So, like, this is not a fight I need to fight right now. But, like, yeah, okay, if you feel mm-hmm. that way. Roll around to my brother's in high school, and his girlfriend is spending the night at the house. Oh, boy. This is some younger sibling privilege. Yup. Wow. Wow. And I remember being like, I just hope you know that your whole your boyfriend is not staying in your room when he visits thing is out the fucking window. Yeah, that is done. Yeah, there's something. God, I can't remember it now. I clearly never signed it. I agreed to something with my dad about dating, and it he was going to be signed. He wanted me to sign it. Yeah, he was like, "We need to like you what? need to sign this." What was it about? I don't now. I'm spacing. This is oh a bad story. God. Yeah, I need to know. Yeah, I'll try to remember. Yeah, all right. How do you behave? towards these, like, new people, right? Like, I think this is a place where we can start to overthink things. I, I agree. Like, I think you you behave the same way that you would towards any new strangers that you don't know that well. Yes. Maybe think about somebody that you're acting react, um, interacting with at work. Yeah. I would, it, love that you brought that up because I was thinking to myself that, like, there's – meeting the parents to me almost sits – like in the middle on a spectrum of like personal to professional. Yeah. Where you're like, you're not your professional self, but you're not sort of like your most casual personal self either. Right. Like I'm not gonna be like swearing like a sailor. Exactly. Not that I swear that much, but like I'm not
0: That's going I, to be swearing.
1: I, I have a terrible mouth. But um but yeah, and so like one of the questions is like do you say like Mr. and Mrs. So and so? Like to me, like I'm a fan of saying that until so like again also listen to how they're introduced. Like I will often say like so and so this is Christine and my mom will affirm that. I think that you should ask your partner before you go mm-hmm. how you should address their parents. That's, yeah, that's. Totally if fine. they say first name, don't do it. Don't like ask and then do not listen. The reason you ask, though, uh-huh. is because I know people who have, like, Different ways of wanting to be addressed than you would think. So, for example, Ms. or Miss or Doctor. Oh, wow! So, like one of my brother's close friends, uh huh. His um, his father is a doctor. Okay, he gets offended wow. when people call him Mister. I would like you to call me Doctor from now on. Right. <laughs> so, like, I think that is a good like mm-hmm. asking your partner because if the if their parent has a really strong preference like that, like another example maybe their mom doesn't have the same last name. Oh, good. Yes. Very and good you question. might not know that. Yeah. So like, I think asking asking the question, like how, how do you think your parents are going to want me to address them? Like how do your friends address your parents? Like what do they say? Mm-hmm. If they say first name though, I think you you still start out with a last name and, and allow I, them to tell you your first name. That is the advice that I give. I say like – call my parent, call my mom, Mrs. So-and-so, she will tell you to call her Christine, and then you may. And then but you like, may. please, like, start with this. Start with that. Yeah. yeah. And I think, But I think, like, bringing your partner into that to be like, I'm going to start with last name, but, like, what prefix should I use? Yeah. Like, yeah, should yeah. I say Mrs.? Should I yeah. say Ms.? Should I say doctor? Should I say, you know, whatever it is. Totally. No, that's super smart. And then related to – That's a good question. Related to how to act, we got a few questions about PDA. Okay. How affectionate should you be or should you not be with your partner? This is a great question. In front of family. I'm pretty pro-affection in front of parents. Not like – like don't be like fucking weird. But like you (laughs) what
0: is fucking weird
1: though? Like what is – I would say like don't be like all over each other. But like you wouldn't be all over each other. Fine. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, So like a great distinction is there was a lot my parents did not like about PowerPoint. Uh Uh-huh. And there was a lot my parents liked about the student. Yeah. He said he was a very nice guy. They're like, he's probably not the one, but like nice guy. My dad said to me after both those relationships were over, Mm -hmm. he was like, I always thought it was very strange that the student like had no physical contact with you when he was around us. Oh, interesting. And so like, and so like, I think like my parents have always been like, they've like they'll like always like kiss in front of me or hold hands or whatever like my parents have been affectionate in front of me since i was a kid yeah and so i think like my dad takes it as like a good sign that like somebody has like their arm around or like their hand on my like leg or you know like whatever like that's appropriate or like a quick kiss or like you know something like that like Um, I remember like PowerPoint, like we sat across from each other at some dinner with my parents and like, he sort of like reached across the table and we like held hands kind of like across the table. Like that was nice. Whatever. Yeah, Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And so, um, I think like all of that is like really nice. Like I think sort of like acting like the person's like a reverse magnet from you is that's like a little, that's almost weird in the other direction. Yeah. I like affection. Yeah. But yeah, I think. it's, it's one of those like, I'll know it when I see it moments. Totally. But like, yeah, don't be weird. And yet you put me on the spot. What's weird? Define it. I'm trying to say. (laughs) So like we, like, like we said, there are not perfect family dynamics, right? And so there can be conflict between like your partner and their family. And then like, there could be conflict with you and your partner's family. Or you and your partner. Yeah, totally. And so like, this is not necessarily like smooth sailing, in many different ways. What if, like, l- let's just, like, run through some, like, samples here, right? So, yeah. like, what if just, like, their values are, like, different from yours? <sighs> and, like, your partners – let's, let's like, take that variable out. You and your partner are aligned, but, like, this is their family. You're stuck with them. So hopefully you already know this going in. Right, yes. And that's something that I think you want to ask questions about. Hopefully, Most likely, if there is a major value misalignment that is going to come up that your partner also is misaligned on, you probably already know about it because Uh, it's probably something that they talk about unrelated to you meeting their family. Totally. They probably would just talk about the fact that like my family thinks this thing. Right. And I think this thing. Yep. Totally agree. So you probably already know. But I do think it's worth asking if you don't, like, is there anything that like, you know, any, any watch outs? Yeah. Like, is there anything where, like, if I say this, I'm, like, really going to step in it? Yes. And and somebody asked, like, what if a controversial topic comes up? Mm. Do you voice your opinion or do you just stay quiet? So I'm a big fan of – like, I, I'm going to be honest. I'm a big fan of staying quiet mm. um, in the sense that, like, I think there is there is value mm-hmm. in – sure. There is absolutely value in – standing up for what you believe in most settings, let's say. However, there are some settings that are inherently inflammatory yep. where nobody's going to be better off. And this is one of them. This is definitely one of them. I had an interesting experience with this when I visited the oysters family. Ooh, I've talked before about the or- how the oyster and I were misaligned on several key values, yes. um, specifically like social justice issues, yes. Black Lives Matter, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. His younger brother and mom agreed with me. Ooh. I didn't know that. How going interesting. Into the, yeah. So the first time I went there, I stayed there for a whole weekend. It was his birthday. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know. They agreed with you. They agreed with me. I didn't know this because I, I don't think he would want to say like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like my mom by thinks By the way, this. you're going to find some Alliance members. Yeah. By the way, my youngest brother thinks <laughs> this. Um and so it was, like, over breakfast one morning, his brother brought up something. That was, like, going on. Yeah. Like, I think this was around the time of George Floyd or, like, something major had just happened. Yeah. I feel it's just, like, pertinent shit was happening while this was going so down. So much yeah. pertinent shit was happening. And his brother brought something up. And the way he said it was, like, you were, like, mm, interesting. <laughs> like, I think we might agree about this. That's and really about so it. we started talking about it. And then his mom kind of joined the conversation. And then we were all talking about it. And. The oyster was the quiet one. That's hilarious. Yeah. And his dad wasn't there. His dad had gone golfing that day because I think he and his dad. There you go. Aligned. So the three of you were like, freedom. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. We were just chatting it up. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Um, but generally I agree with you. Like there's – like that is not – especially if it's the fir- your first time meeting them, that's, yeah. that's not the time. Agreed. However, people asked like directly about racism in families. Yeah, so I wanted to acknowledge- Which might be like another level. I, I think so. Yeah. So like we've talked about this before and it's still on like my radar from a personal level. I definitely want to do like a race in dating. Yeah. It's probably not just one episode to be honest. Yeah, like I agree with you. Probably like a multi-episode arc. Um, and so I, And I think this will be a really nice aspect of it in terms of like dealing with racism in your partner's family. Mm-hmm. So I want to acknowledge this question, but like punt it sure if we can cuz i just think there's just so much like i want to give i want to give that topic the like gravitas that it deserves yeah no 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 i think that's super fair um but yeah generally i'm a fan of especially the first time like being quiet on it that being in the moment that being said if it's a surprise to you i think it's something that i would probably want to talk to my partner about later of like hey this thing came up that's a good point cuz like if they didn't think it was worth pointing out yeah. Previously. Yeah. yeah. That's a good call. Um, so related to conflict, yeah. What happens if you don't get along? I mean, it happens all the time, right? Like yeah, this mean, is just a reality. I don't get along with plenty of people I meet. Yeah. And like, you know, it's one of those things that, like, unfortunately, yes, like it might be easier if everybody just got along and everything was copacetic. However, there are plenty of situations where people choose partners that don't quite fit into their family. And that might be because of something we've talked about where it's like, I really disagree with my parents and like, I want a partner who aligns with me, not them. And like, there's sort of generational change in that way. And so like, there are a million reasons why they might not quote unquote like you, but um, or you might not like them. Yes, certainly. I would not say they didn't like me, but. There was, like, a lot of drama with PowerPoint's family. Really? Yes. Um, his – so, like, his – like I said, he had a very complicated relationship with his parents. But when he and I were quite serious, there was a Thanksgiving in Los Angeles where, like, we were going to do, like, all the families together. Like, your family and his family? Yes. Oh, wow. Yes. And so, like, my parents came to L.A. His sister and parents came to L.A. And – um they were going to do – we were going to do, like, this big ho yeah. thanksgiving because, like, he and I were going to move into – like, yeah. shit was serious. So this, this story gets, like, brought up all the time between me and, like, my friends at the time who were, like, living this moment with me. So um it has been established that, like, PowerPoint was, like, not a great communicator, not great at logistics, like, whatever. And so – his parents came in earlier than mine. Cause I was in law school at the time and like I was heading into finals. And so like I told my parents don't come early. I can't entertain you. Uh huh. He's responsible for entertaining his own parents. Whatever. Yep. He texts me like, Hey, I'm running late at physical therapy. Can you meet my parents at lunch? And like, I'll meet up with you later. Like, had you met them before? Yes. Okay. At least there's that, yes. but still. Yeah. And so like they liked me a lot, whatever. However, they're like very like where the wind like a passing whim and they've changed their <laughs> opinion on something. So um it's also important that I was in law school during this and they knew that. So um that is what he says to me. Meet my parents at lunch. Uh-huh. So I go to the lunch location at the prescribed time. I text his mom and say, like, hey, I'm here. I'm here. Like, I'm looking out for you. Let me know. And she goes, What do you mean? Like, we're here. You you were supposed to pick us up. What? And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. That wasn't communicated to me. And so she then blamed me. Oh, God. And was screaming <gasps> at PowerPoint. How does she expect to pass the bar if she can't even figure out how to take us to lunch? What the fuck? Mm-hmm. Sorry, I just yelled. Mm-hmm. And well, you're gonna pass the bar tomorrow. Uh, hope- so. well, I was actually gonna say predictions update.
0: <laughs> Do we get oh, yes, pass-
1: Obviously pass the bar. we will <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Anyway, so she said, How does she expect to pass the bar if she can't even take us to lunch? And she's like yelling what this an at asshole. him. Yeah. She's yelling this at him. And he's and like, You could hear they were yelling a- this at her. Oh no, we were in different parts of the city because like he had dropped them off somewhere. I have a question. How did you know she said that to him? He told me later. That's fucked up, also. Oh. Yeah, fair enough. That's really fucked up. Yeah, he told me so it it gets even crazier. Okay. So she's screaming at him about how upset she is that like this went south, whatever. She then literally r- ran away. Right. We like lost her. What do you mean? No, no, no like like you know how like, a I, grown I, woman? Yes. You know how you have to like do like an APB for like child at the mall, like please come to so and so like she literally ran away. She ran. This like seventy year old woman it's the silver ran alert. away. Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> Code silver. What? Mm -hmm. On foot? On foot. Where did she go? We don't know. And eventually she just returned. She, like, got tired. I don't know. What the fuck? Uh Uh-huh. So, like, and, like, these are the histrionics that they were used to, to the point where him, his dad, and his sister were like, we'll just have lunch. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. That is absolutely nuts. Yeah. Wow. And, like, I... Because to your point, because he told me that, I felt like I was like, "How do I communicate with your mom now, knowing that she thinks I'm like a fucking idiot?" Yeah, and like, frankly, you probably didn't say I communicated poorly. This was my so fault. that's the thing is that like it is on him that it she is. thinks that it is, and I doubt he, I doubt he cleared no, that up. Of course not, because he doesn't want to incur that wrath on him. Yes. Which is such a cowardly thing. To yeah, have done. Tol- I mean, yeah, totally. We, we I that. also, I'm like, I'm still hung up on the fact that he told you he should, that she said that about you. Yeah, that is not a necessary thing for him to have passed along. Definitely not. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, I've, I've, yeah. So I don't know if that's like not being liked or not liking, but yeah. Um, and so oh, so the family meet never happened. They left. They left. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Yes, they were like, we can't handle this. They couldn't handle it? hmm Jesus Christ. Yeah. Because also, she had this dog that she, like, loved that That's, she brought on the trip. How is this relevant? It's relevant because um, <laughs> the restaurant we were going to for Thanksgiving did not allow emotional support dogs. It only allowed- How dare they? It only allowed true service dogs. And she was like, I can't take the Cavalier King Charles to dinner. No. No. And so she was like, well, then I can't come. And so they left. And they flew back to Connecticut. <sighs> Fuck's sake! Oh my god, that's wild. Yeah, that that's, um, yeah that that's nuts. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah i I've never had direct conflict with a partner's family. I have had conflict with a partner while with their family. Oh, interesting. How'd that play out? So I was visiting the coach. It was the first time I was meeting his mom and sister. Mm-hmm. Who his he is from Boston. Mm-hmm. His mom at the time and his sister were living together in Boston. Yeah. And the coach is like the good relationship that you really talk about but he didn't post about you on social media. Correct. Okay. <laughs> yes, correct. My first serious relationship. Right. We were together for almost two years. Mid-20s, I would say. I was going to say, I almost feel like that's probably when I, when I we think were you working knew, together. I think you, you knew yeah. me when I was dating him, yeah. Um. So, we. Went. I was going to say that's when I knew you and I was like, I know you now. You so know it's like me now. Yeah, <laughs> but I think we were working together <laughs> yeah, when yeah, I was dating yeah. him. So yeah. We went to Boston for the weekend for Mm -hmm. me to meet the family, and he is the younger of the two siblings. Okay. When he entered the home, it was like he was a preteen little brother again, and he just reverted directly back into that, like, annoying little brother who pokes you in the face. So – I kind of get that because like we tend to like play roles in friend groups where it's like when I'm like with college friends, I might be sure. you know, whatever. Did he treat you that way? Yes. Oh, that's so okay. he this one story sticks out of my head forever. Uh-huh. So I was sitting on these stairs leading to their front door, putting on my shoes to go outside. Okay. He comes down the stairs, like above me, stops on the stair above me, and puts his foot on my head and presses down. I am my jaw just dropped. That is so not okay i was like the fuck are you doing and his mom and sister were there right there because we were all getting ready and how did they react they were like what the fuck are you doing yeah and he was like oh just being funny i'm like no that's not funny you just stepped on me yeah no 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 that's not cute and now and i was trying to explain to him later Mm -hmm. i was trying to explain to him like when you treat me that way it seems like you don't respect me. Yeah, that's a really good point. And then your family is seeing that you don't respect me. So why would they respect me in our relationship if they're seeing that you don't? Yeah, that's that's a good, yeah, that's a really good clarification. And he understood that. And like it got, it was not that way after that, but like it was a weird, I had never experienced behavior like that from him. Yeah, that's so weird. It was real weird. I mean, this one's. Should we just end this one? To me, is like a little bit funny. I'm sorry about this. That this happened to this person. Family (sighs) called me by his ex's name. Oh, LOL. My heart goes out to this person. Yeah, I get it. But like, okay, if you, I get it. If you have only, especially, I'm sure that they dated for a while. If this person is so ingrained in their family's minds, and like, I'm sure they didn't mean any harm by it. I'm sure they also were mortified. I also. Hope it was the first meeting. Oh, yeah. Gosh, I would hope so. Because, like, if it was like the fifth time they've met you and they're still being like, oh, I wish you were Melanie. You know, like, that's like unfortunate. (laughs) Like, it's one thing if it's like, you know, we really liked her. Yeah, that's not great. Yeah. This, the way that it's phrased sounded like it was just a slip of the tongue that, like, they're just so used to saying Melanie. Yeah. In relation to their, child significant other yes that they just did it right but i mean i my feelings would be hurt i get that totally i would be i would be very upset yeah 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 because you don't want to be reminded of that even though you know it's true right like you know your partner's had other partners but yeah yeah i think about that with i've dated a few people where their relationships before me were really long Mm -hmm. and i've thought about that of like man like they dated this other person for like eight years or like i've dated people who were engaged or divorced like yep yeah yeah. Fortunately, the classmate's family did not like his ex, so I'm feeling like I'm like coming in on a good level. That can be <laughs> tricky too, though, because yeah. like the guy that I called the divorce dude, yeah, that I dated very briefly, I met his sisters, and they were shitting on his ex wife to a level that made me uncomfortable. Oh, okay, yeah, that's not cool. Of like, oh my god, you're so amazing compared to her. Yeah, and like it made me very uncomfortable. Yeah, I mean, I've said to exes in the past that like we're talking about their exes and like comparing, I was like, I can be amazing with like no caveat. Yes. Like I don't need to be amazing in relation to exactly. something shitty. Yes, exactly. Like I'm glad that you have recognized what didn't work for you and now you're dating somebody who's not that and that person is me. However, like my compliments don't have to come at the expense of somebody else. Yes. Absolutely. They can just, like, end Well, ends. and that's that's exactly how I feel about, like, you're not like other women. Yes. we're right, like, right. I yeah. can be great without degrading all other women. Right, right, yeah. Um, anyway, that's not the point. Um, so I, th- I think we've covered a lot of ground here. So much ground. And there are, you know, pieces that we'll deep dive into later. Definitely. So for those people going forth to Thanksgiving and maybe the holiday season and meeting family, good luck. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited for you. Yeah, let us know how it goes. Please. Please do. Bye. Night. We actually don't have to say bye. Yeah, I was was going to say, we're just like right here. (laughs)